Hey guys, it's uh, Marvelous and Paranormal coming at you again. Excuse the sounds here if you hear any sounds at, at all. Uh, this is just a spur of the moment kind of thing. I apologize, but I I prefer to, to be relaxed, but uh, there's no getting around getting um, the kitchen chores done right now. So I apologize if there's any crinkling or anything like that, but this is just like a spur moment thing, just as I said, uh, but I, I need to talk about the Netflix original series that I was uh, <clears throat> watching maybe a few weeks back. Just one episode at a time is all I could do. Uh, one or two episodes at, at, at the most. But I, I started out with season one as you should always start out with season one with anything but it was season one of um, uh, Mindhunter now there is a book on the same title I don't know what the uh, what was it called like the uh, subtitle uh, it was based on I mean <sighs> It's a fictional book, but it has truth to it. Like, uh, for for instance, um, there are uh, real serial killer names in there. Um, they didn't have John Wayne Gacy in there, but um, that's one of the most famous, but or infamous, I should put it. Famous for bad things. Now... Um, This is going to be kind of a spoiler. Uh, this is, like I said, like a spur of the moment kind of thing. So I'm I'm going to try and to not stumble over my words. But anyway, um, let me try to look it up first. Um, it was called Mine Hunter. I'm going to search under books on Amazon. Um, Let's see, what was it called? Um, okay, I think it was either Mindhunter Inside the FBI's Elite Serial Crime Unit, or it was something else, but I think that's what it was called. Um, anyway, so, um, I, I think that sounds about right. It's called Mindhunter Inside the FBI's Elite Serial Crime Unit. And the show Mindhunter is based off of that book. Now, it's fictional, but at the same time, it's not fictional. It's kind of confusing if I say it that way. It's, uh, it's storyline is fictional be because uh, they're making up new characters of the FBI and everything like that. But everything else in there, it, there are made up serial killers as they're trying to track down these uh, serial killers pretty much. And when uh, they talk to other serial killers of uh, why they do what they do kind of thing kind of 
get inside their head of uh, getting to know their game, so to speak, um, helps them crack the case um, of the ongoing investigation in their world kind of way. So, yes, there's truth, but there's uh, truth that is taking place in a moment of fiction. So, um, to name one right off the bat, there's Ed Kemper, um, who was the first one that you get to meet in the storyline and uh, why he does what he does in there. And I think it was either, uh, it was either still the first season or the second season. I, I, I have to rewatch it again to be precise, but what, what was his name? It was, it was like, uh, was it like Jeremiah, uh, uh Brutos or Jeremy Brutos? I, I think, I think that sounds about right. Jeremy Brutos, um, <clears throat> who's kind of like the, uh, high heel slayer. Um, he developed like, a um, a fetish for, um, wearing high heels and he just offs off these uh, women uh, who wear high heels and just you know what it, it's it's pretty gruesome of, of what he does I'm just going to let you figure it out on your own I, I mean just just know that the series that they are probably going to be uh, interested in watching is not as fast-paced as you would like it to be but let me just say this um, if you watch this this is going to be more psychological and very very slow pace I'm not lying to you maybe there are some people out there that would uh, like this uh, method of development uh, but for me it, it was just way way too slow i mean to me it's just way way too slow uh, hopefully with the psychological thriller that they have uh, developing right now i hope uh that they pick it up speed wise just by a little bit so it doesn't bore me to death i mean i'm sure some people who um not just stereotype but I, I just want to refer to this as sort of like a, uh, a college professor kind of way is how it feels like to me. If, if they have that kind of mentality, well, then this is probably the show for you. But for me, it's just way, way too slow. I mean, I need for them to pick it up just by a little bit speed it up just by a little bit uh, so we can get to know not necessarily the characters in the show uh that's a given but i just need the storyline to uh kind of like pick up the pace just a little bit more because i can't sit through a show that is going to guarantee me uh, playing on my phone. Now, I I get it. I I I, I know um, 
that this is supposed to simulate kind of like reality. I, I get that, but at the same time, this is still a fictional show. You, you, you need to uh, speed up the scenes just a little bit so we're not just like uh, going to be fiddling on our phone uh, just waiting for the episode to be over because that's what I've been doing. At best, this show is at um, seasons uh, one, two. They did that to me. I, I mean, I, I mean, I still find it intriguing, yes, but at the same time, it was just so boring. Why um, make us suffer through this that is going to guarantee us to fiddle on our phone and wait for the episodes to be over? At best, I'm just going to give this a, a, a three-star right off the bat on both seasons. I mean, yes, the whole concept on, on this is, is, is interesting. I, I had to push through it to, to see how it ends and stuff like that. And if there's going to be like a, a season three, I want there to be a season three, but I just hope they don't bore me to death. I, I mean, I... I, I think their way of how they were asking questions to these infamous serial killers um, was very effective of how they were um, chasing these uh, fictional characters in their world as well, but it's kind of hard to explain, to put two and two together like I used to. I mean, I... I don't have the psychological mumbo-jumbo to uh, help you understand where I'm coming from. Just watch the show on Netflix and you'll probably gather what I'm trying to say. I just don't have the words to express it. If, if I um, had an interest in psychology, I, I would have pursued it in college or in school, but that uh, kind of department never really... Um, interested me. If anything, I was more interested into doing magic tricks or acting in a movie, but I I still have that dream, but I, I need somebody to uh, push me in the right direction of uh, making that into a reality if I find some kind of connection. I'm, I'm getting off basis here. I'm, uh, I'm sorry. I'm, um, I'm just um, throwing out random thoughts on here. I mean, I don't think that's anything wrong with that. I'm just kind of frustrated why I'm living in an apartment when I should be pursuing my true passion. Um, anyway, um, back to the subject at, at hand. Um, anyway, I, uh, I wanted to let you know that for those of you who could sit through this, all the power to you. I mean, definitely all the power to you because I had to fiddle on my phone to uh, make the most of it so I can actually watch and tolerate the show. And uh, 
I can't, I, I, I just don't have the words. I, I don't know how to express it to you. It's, to me, it was boring. Maybe some of you would find it intriguing, and it is, but I just need the show to speed it up just, just by a little bit. I, I get why they have the slow pace uh, method uh, that they're doing here. Don't get me wrong. I understand why they, they're doing it, but they're just slowing down time by a lot. Okay. Now that we establish who and which these characters are, please, please. So, so we, we know who um, Special Agent Holden Ford is and who Special Agent Tench is and, uh, and what is going on inside their personal lives and their uh, married lives and oh, who was the other um, she was a consultant for the FBI uh, what, what was her name? Wendy Carr um, she wasn't special agent of anything but she her name is Wendy Carr a closeted lesbian because back in those days, like the 60s and 70s, back in those times, uh, it was frowned upon to uh, have a gay detective or consultant of, of any kind on board. Uh, and she told the truth uh, to one of the serial killers of why um, his story is... Uh, relevant to hers but she plays it off as like no I was just trying to get inside his head to uh, spill his story kind of thing uh, I mean it it worked I mean they they bought it and um, let me see she did have a lover at season one and then season two, she has um, a new girlfriend, um, which ended in season one and then picked up over at season two. Now, I don't know. I, I, I keep rooting for, for people to have a successful relationship. I, I understand that um, reality isn't like that at all. I, I, I know that's what the... Um, show is trying to convey the message there I get that but since this is still a fictional world I just still root for the people to have a success, uh, successful long lasting relationship and since this is a fictional reality show uh, I just cringed when I used it that way <laughs> Oh gosh, um, it's kind of like their fictional reality, but trying to um, simulate our reality at the same time, kind of confusing in some ways, I'm confusing myself even, but just watch the show, you'll understand.
and um, yeah, but but I um, always root for a smooth running relationship than in the world. Um, don't get me wrong. I know it's not real. It's, it's trying to simulate our reality that not all relationships uh, stay happily ever after. Um, but it is a very intriguing show of how they talk to killers and um, use it uh, to crack the case that they're working on uh, back in those times in the 60s and 70s. Um, let me see, so, let me just try to, uh, get some background of the characters. Well, I think I've already explained some of the characters. Um, I think Tench, uh, Special Agent Tench is actually a little bit concerned about his partner that he's uh, working with uh, only be because uh, ever since that he tried to uh, interview uh, what was uh, Charles Manson he wanted to interview him but everybody was like no nobody could actually interview Charles Manson, I mean, the press could even uh, interview him in a prison cell. Uh, he's kind of like a, a no-go to interview kind of person kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> but they eventually do meet Charles Manson, I think, in this, uh, yeah, this uh, season two. Um... <laughs> Actually, I, th I think he uh, did an outstanding job mimicking how Charles Manson sounded like. I I don't know if that's exactly a hundred percent top notch of how he sounded. I, I have to compare notes with the old interviews with Charles Manson. Maybe YouTube has it uh, to the one that. Uh, this person portrays uh, Charles Manson in his voice. Uh, I, I'm kind of wondering if he was mimicking his voice, but I can't say if it's 100% accurate. I, I can't tell. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was 75% accurate, uh, the, the voice, maybe, but um, I keep repeating myself. As as I said, if you're interested in watching the, the Netflix's Mindhunter, I mean, watch it all if you're able to push through it all. <laughs> um, just like I did. I, I, I mean, I have uh, just a bit OCD. Not too bad, but just a bit of OCD because I need to know how the show ends. Because once I commit to something and uh, not knowing how the show ends, I have to finish it. I mean, I, I, I get that I, I don't have to watch it. Nobody really has to watch it. I, I mean, I just had to finish it. 
because the bit of OCD in me just needs to know how this show ends. So, there you have it. Um, so, on both side of the scales, the characters uh, were five stars across the, the board of season one and season two. The show itself with the pacing and stuff like that, the, the way how it made me feel bored was at least a three star. Um, the uh, tension in, in the show that it made me feel was between a five star and somewhere in the middle of uh, four or four and a half around there, but it was definitely felt in, in the show. Let me see. Um, the part that I want to get to next is um, Special Agent Tench was uh, feeling concerned about um, Special Agent um, Ford. He uh, was taking notes uh, from the, the killer as it's uh, like some sort of a fan club and, and uh, he's worried because he, he thinks that um, he might um, become one of them in a way although I think he said that he knows uh, his uh, job and what he's supposed to be in reality but let's let's just be honest uh, my my theory is that he may actually uh crack like he might become a killer himself i don't know what we're spurred on maybe it's a loss of relationship or a series of failed relationships or maybe he's uh, gonna lose his job or getting fired that might set him off but whatever the uh, the reason I have a theory that uh, special agent uh, holding forward is going to be um, like eventually become the serial killer himself and the other theory that, that, that I have in season three, if, if they're making one, I, I don't see why they wouldn't, but I do have a theory if they are working on it. Um, if, if they're working on season three, my theory for season three is that they might have an interview with um, John Wayne Gacy bars and he might be able to um, help them with with their upcoming case um, that they found uh, out not too recently ago uh, in season two they heard about the uh, Say Zodiac Killer. That's not who I heard. BTK Killer. 
Now they have no idea who this guy is. This is how successful uh, he was, even by today's standards. He he got locked up behind bars in like the early thousands, like the early two thousands, and that is how successful he was in uh, avoiding de uh, detection, kind of like uh, Jack the Ripper was. Yeah, I mean, it's terrible, yes, but. It's just also kind of fascinating how they're just so resourceful of escaping uh, the officers of the law and it took them in the early 2000s to capture this guy. To have him uh, behind bars where he belongs, I, I mean, that that in itself is is crazy, and um, I mean, why? I, I don't know. We're we're probably going to see more BTK killings as uh, the show is still running. And uh, I think there were probably um, cases where they probably came close to capturing him. I think. Don't mark my words. Just spitting out theories. Because if they uh, if they come an inch close to capturing him, but had to let him go kind of thing that's probably what's going to happen in the next season if not in season three maybe season four but whatever the case um hopefully the pace will be just a little bit more um slightly on the quicker side and not boring us to death anyhow um that's all I want to talk about uh, right now. I am watching uh, the new Chilling uh, Adventures of uh, Sabrina, which season three is on currently. But I might have to watch a few more episodes to get a more in-depth view of... Uh, what's going on in this show. Right now, I, I know it, it's it's like she's retrieving her boyfriend from hell, and I think that's already happened, but it's not given me the concept of what's going to happen since she did that. I need to at least see four episodes in to, to know what's going on. All right. As always, this is Marvelous of Paranormal signing off. Have a good afternoon, good evening, and good night, wherever you may be. Currently listening to this at this uh, very moment. <laughs> Again, have a good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, wherever you may be.
and goodbye.